Hello and welcome back to Cultures of Williams, the show where my co-host Andre and I try to get Williams College a bit more cultured episode by episode. With us today is... Balint. That's right. And you are, you are from... <laughs> from Budapest, Hungary. I always mispronounce your name, obviously. Well, he tells Mo- us to call him Bilin and... Do you? Is Actually, that- fun, fun story. I just had a conversation with a professor about this because mm-hmm. um, yeah. she approached me and asked me, you know, how to pronounce my name properly. And I said, you know, I really don't care mm-hmm. is what I usually say. Mm-hmm. And then she also said she doesn't care. But for some reasons, <laughs> for some reason, Americans really do, you know, want to make the effort to make a you know, proper pronunciation right. and all yeah. that. I always say if you name, if you say something and I pay attention to it, then you did your job. Yeah, um, that's, true. that's true. So after that, I really don't mind. People have called me, you know, Balint. Balint, oh. Balint, it's it's whatever. Okay. So I the guess if when it comes to you know Balint, I guess, you know if you were in Hungary, people would say you know Balint. Yeah. Okay. But does that mean it's proper? I I don't think so. Yeah. I really don't okay. mind. Yeah. Okay. Well said. As long yeah. as you don't call me Batur. Batur, <laughs> did you get Batur name. before? I lived with a guy in in like a summer camp for three weeks, and after you know two and a half, he's <laughs> like Batur, do this <laughs> and that, and I'm like, yeah, that's it's not the <laughs> oh, name, no. is it? <laughs> okay. Oh no, that's one thing. So there's always this one question we ask on every episode. It's when you're walking down Budapest, what does it look like or feel like or smell like? Um, I think the best way I could describe Budapest, mm-hmm. and which is the same reason that I think it's it's one of the best cities in Europe, is that it's for me is the perfect balance between, you know, a modern city, but also a city that has history. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like if you go to places such as, you know, New York, or like a, a major American city, what you'll find is you know, there's this huge shock of just being in just a big metropolitan city and all that, mm-hmm. yeah. which some people absolutely love, me included. I love New York. Um, and then in some places, let's say Prague very much made me feel, you know, feel like that. Um, you get more of like a, a historical yeah, setting yeah. and it definitely doesn't feel modern. It feels big. It feels like a capital, but it doesn't feel, you know, metropolitan mm-hmm. in yeah. that sense. Nice. I feel like Budapest is, a, is for me, a perfect balance between the two. You have... A very modern, you know, inner city, but also riddled with these buildings that have, you know, history going back, you know, all the way to, you know, more than a thousand years ago. You know, you have the castle, you have the parliament, you have these, you know, beautiful old buildings that have just, you know, incredible history to them, while also getting the sense that you're still in, you know, a metropolitan area if you're looking for that. So because of that, I just that's that's great. I've I've actually been to Budapest. You have it's wonderful. Yeah, it is. Really, yeah, what you just said is just a clash of modern and, yeah. and like, historic. I have a lot of friends who have, like, interrailed Europe. Mm-hmm. And for Americans who don't know what interrail is, is essentially, it's like a pass where you can take trains between European countries, and it's like a cheap way of getting around Europe. You guys know what interrailing is, right? Yeah, it's like a, mon- a, it's a monthly pass. Monthly there pass, are yeah. different options you can take. I actually did it a couple yeah. of summers ago with mm-hmm. my friend. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, so I have friends who um have done basically the whole of Europe with interrail, and they say Budapest is, like, the place that yeah. they that's remember. Wonderful. So that's well, great. If... So hypothetically, me and undergo, and interrail through Europe, and we end up in Budapest, and you're there. What's the first place you'll take us? Goya, hands down. Well, um, means stalk, mm. you know, like the bird. Um, they're pretty big in Hungary. It's an important animal. Okay. And uh, for some reason, for some weird reason, I really don't see that anywhere else. People don't care about stalks that much. <laughs> yeah. Um. So there's this one place called Stork, mm-hmm. which is just this um pub slash um center for community organizing um mm. it's just my favorite pub in the city you still get you know the cheap 
cheap booze, good food, and, and, and amazing people. And, you know, everyone says that about their favorite place. Yeah. Right. Um, when it comes to, you know, Stork or Goya, it really is just the melting pot for really, you know, creative people, really special people. It's kind of, I guess you could call it hipstery. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the most accurate description, but it, it definitely gives you an idea if you, you know, call it more of a hipster place. It's yeah. definitely not, it's definitely non-mainstream. And it's one of the last remnants of just, you know, what I as, you know, a 21 year old consider to be like more old school, you yeah, know, I Budapest and old school culture. Nice. Sad thing is, I would take you that I actually don't know where it is now because they've been just recently pushed out due to, I guess, oh, wow. gentrification in oh, general. Wow. Yeah. Um, just recently this summer, you know, I went home for the first time in a year and I just walked back and it's the store, you know, it's this tiny house mm-hmm. in, in the city center. Yeah. And then right next to it is the Nokia headquarters, mm, this like yeah. giant glass building, glass tower. Oh no. And across the street, there's another tower being built and you just feel bad. Yeah. You just feel horrible walking yeah. in there. I felt angry actually, just mm. walking, I, I just felt annoyed. It that was sucks. just, that and then, you know, most recently been pushed out, but you know, it still exists. It's still just there. That's good. Different place. Right. I guess we'd have to find it. Yeah, we'll look around Google Maps. Google Maps. Google Maps. <laughs> so Berlin, I assume you speak another language. What's the language called? Hungarian. Okay, mm. that makes sense. <laughs> Good answer. Um, the reason why I didn't want to assume I was called Hungarian is because, Hurin, I'm going to at you. Yep. We just had Ghana and he said Ghanaian, which isn't actually a language. It's not a language. Anyway, in Hungarian, like, what's your favorite sort of slang word that you like to use? Or, I don't know, that you wish was here? Culturous. Um, there's so many. Um, the first thing that comes to mind is Bastia, mm. which means like, you know, like, I guess Bastian or... You know, whatever you call like the towers on, if you have like a castle, yeah, and you have like a, the castle wall, and then you have you know sometimes you know have towers on it. Mm-hmm. What do you call those? I, towers, pillars, is p- pillars. pillars. No, not pillars because <laughs> it's like, what do you call those towers where like people actually walk in and like they shoot arrows and all that, like, like along like. Ar- oh ar- yeah, there's a word, stuff. but you know, along the, okay. the castle as, walls. As the one native speaker here, I should know. I apologize. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Bastion's the word. Maybe Bastion, yeah. Should we Google it? Should we look What's it up? You know what? Bastion. Yeah, yeah, Bastion. It's so... Um, Bastion is the What's right the definition? Hmm? What's the definition? It's... Um, so, Haroon has a definition for us. Go on. It's a projecting part of a fortification built at an angle to the line of a wall so as to allow defensive fire. And that is direction. your favorite slang word. Yeah, yeah because, <laughs> what that, what that, because, because what that means essentially is just bro. What? what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> really? Because what that? Yeah, we call each other that. We call each other Bastia, wow. and that just means you know, friend or bro or dude or something. Bastia. Because you have so many castles around that you just like. It's not that. It's the <laughs> etymology of it is. Um, so specifically, someone's older brother, in Hungarian, would be called Bat. Okay. And so it's I like this, this friendly turn of you know. Not just calling someone a friend, but in a involving brother. them as like calling them family, but as you know. Yeah. I think, especially nowadays, especially in the in these years, as much as I experienced it, um, people have been coming up with new words left and right. Um, I experienced just a new boom of slang in Hungarian in the past, you know, mm-hmm. three years. Um, and Bastia is one of them because it's just like Bat, which is just someone's older brother, mm-hmm. and then somehow that got, you know, over the years, people just started saying oh. Bastia instead. That's so cool. And I think Bastia. it's just a funny word. It's just like. <laughs> This That's is cool. weird. That has such a weird sort of long definition, and then just bro, yeah. bro. Yeah, it just <laughs> means bro. That's so cool. Is that we call it? Is it game time? Is it game time? Let's do I think it. It's game time. Roll the music. <laughs>
So, Berlin, we have this uh, segment on the show called Free Statements, which is essentially a game where we read free statements, two are true, one's not, and you have to guess which one is false. Mm-hmm. And if you don't get it right... You lose your citizenship. Three statements on whatever. On, on Hungary. On Hungary. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yes, it does make sense. Um, and if you lose, like we said, you lose your citizenship. You Ideally, you would win because revoking citizenship is a very long legal yeah, process. Yeah, it's a whole thing. That Haroon and I have to get involved in. Yeah, I will try my best. Your first <laughs> statement Wait, is... Wait, do I get another citizenship if I lose mine? So no, no, no. You're just like... I just become... You're an alien. Alien. Oh, yeah, yeah you become an alien. Yeah, university. An oh. alien of the world. <laughs> yes. Oh, damn. <laughs> All right. First statement. First statement. Valentine's Day in Hungary is called Balint Nap. Second statement. Literacy of Hungary is 99%. Wow. And the third statement, the founders of Hungary were hungry when they named the country. They misspelled the word. That's where the extra A comes from. Now think real hard. <laughs> oh, so you made it easy on me. <laughs> if, it wasn't for the, make it easy. if it wasn't for the third statement, I would have just automatically assumed that we do not have 99% literacy, <laughs> given what the country looks like. Wow. But obviously, it has nothing to do with being hungry, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to say option three is false. You okay. keep your citizenship. You keep your citizenship. Thank you. Thank Karin, you. you just assumed that was the wrong one, by the way. <laughs> I didn't tell you this, but... Well, there's no way that was the right <laughs> one. Especially because we don't call hungry hungry in Hungary, and we call it Magyar Orszag, which is just a different Wait, say word. say again? Magyar Orszag. And yeah. what's the language? It's obviously not Hungarian. Magyar. Okay. Yeah, we call it Magyarska. Um, okay. Yeah, some Eastern European countries do that because um, historically, there's something going on with the Hungarian population, or the, you know, the Magyar population, mm-hmm. and the Huns, you know, like in Mulan, you've seen the Huns. Mm-hmm. And as as much as I know, you know, it's just some Western countries because of the proximity of those two people have been, you know, mixing it up and, you know, etymologically yeah. have been associating Magyars with the Huns, hence, you know, Hungarian um, in English, or like, you know, Ungarn in German, which mm-hmm. is like, reflects that. Um, whereas, you know, at the same time, they're different people. So can you talk about Valentine's Day? So Valentine's Day, um, I've been telling people this. It's my name day. Yes. Yeah. Name day is something we do celebrate in Hungary. Yeah. I um, remember you, Um, I was like, oh, it's Valentine's Day on Friday. He was like, yeah, it's my name day. And I was like, what? So. Yeah, the the, uh, the only other place where I've heard people talk about name days is Game of Thrones. They've so mentioned is, it like twice or something. What, what is this? So you could compare to a smaller birthday. Mm-hmm. You know, people do have their own birthdays. Yeah. Same thing. You can't really you know put a flip on that because mm-hmm. you know you're born and right. that's it but then um what a name day is is i believe it to be a catholic thing because once i've googled it and on wikipedia it said something along along the lines of mm-hmm. that um so what's what's going on is every single day is associated with a specific you know catholic saint mm. such as february the 14th being the day of saint valentine mm-hmm. yeah. i think is the patron saint of lovers as mm-hmm. well as people with leprosy oh which is wow two very different domains yeah. <laughs> aren't they funny and so what's going on is whatever your name is will have because of that a certain name they attach to it wow is balint like the hungarian version of valentine, valentine? yeah and okay. actually that's, that's a great name. that's the next wow. step balint is yeah. just valentine wow. in hungarian yeah that's a great there's name. another name balint or you, there's some people, Valentin, which mm-hmm. is, I guess, sounds a lot more similar, but the two words okay. or the two names are essentially the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, although they sound different, it's the same patron saying the same name day. So on Valentine's Day, do you like go out and party? I personally like don't celebrate it, but mm-hmm. I also don't celebrate my birthday. 
Um, I personally don't really see a reason to do that. Mm -hmm. Some people do really like the opportunity to get, you know, a special day to celebrate themselves and all that. Right. I do think it's quite insignificant. Mm -hmm. It's a weird concept. It, yeah. Okay. But, you know, I also very much support the idea that, you know, people like to celebrate each other and nice. themselves and that's yeah. nice. And, you know, that's fair. if you find a specific day to do that, you know, go ahead. That's great, yeah. Okay. Obviously, as internationals, we get a bunch of, I'd say, misconceptions or stupid questions about where we come from, our home countries, stuff like that. Um, I know I've, I've gotten a few. Um, so have you ever gotten something like that? Um, it's not really a misconception, but, you know, coming here, we obviously don't have too many students from continental Europe. Mm -hmm. You know, I believe in my year we have the four or the five of us. In your year, Haroon, like you two. also have, you know, a similar number. Mm -hmm. And what I've, you know, faced a lot of times is actually two things. So a lot of people don't really understand the very stark divide between you know, Western and Eastern yeah. Europe. People tend to think of Europe as a monolith, mm -hmm. both in, you know, historical context when they talk when they talk about, you know, wars and, you know, colonialism and yeah. all that, which is a very um, important conversation to have. But when you, you know, when you, and you, and you actually look at the history of nations, there's a very, you know, strong difference between how, you know, Eastern Europe was treated and treated, you oh, know, yeah. other people as well as, you know how on the on the other hand how western europe did yeah what they did so that's one thing i encounter a lot which is people not being aware of not just in the historical context but you know you and i both know how very different it is to grow up yeah, you know absolutely. in germany or france mm -hmm. enjoying the benefits of that versus you know what it's like to participate participate in you know eastern european education exactly. or, and you grow up there so that's one of the misconceptions or, you know, things I encounter a lot. Or what I actually dislike probably even more is when people just talk about Europe and, you know, they say a couple of sentences, they say things about Europe, this and that. And then it becomes very obvious very soon that they really are just talking about Western Europe. Yeah. Yeah. And they aren't even aware of the existence of Eastern yeah. Europe. And that's why, as a Brit, you guys might not agree with me saying this, but I don't like how Europe is homogenous at all. I don't agree with it. So, Do you think Europe is homogenous? Some of it. I think it is. I think Western Europe's pretty homogenous, but... No, I don't know. Like, in reality, it's not. But, like, the the picture that the European Union the or, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah, the I fact understand that. Yeah, that. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not saying it really is. In fact, it definitely is It isn't. definitely is not. No, but I'm no, saying, no. like, the fact that we've sort of created this union and then... Like everyone just kind of categorizes Europe as like one. I don't agree with that's what I was saying. No, very much. Yeah. yeah. So that's I actually I do think that I would prefer people being aware of Eastern Europe and thinking it is similar to Western Europe. Yeah. Yeah. Because I do see more reasons, more justifications to do that. Um, I get a bit more annoyed. I'm well, not really annoyed because I don't get annoyed too often, but it's just it's becoming you know more and more funny each time when people talk about Europe this, Europe that. Yeah. yeah. And it becomes very apparent that you know they're only really talking about France yeah. and Germany yeah. and sometimes Italy. It. When people are like, oh, I went to Europe and I was like, okay, so did you go to London or did you, go, you know, everything, Greece, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Where did to, you go? Yeah, it's like, I, I went on a trip to Europe. Like, which no, like Oh yeah, I went to Berlin and like Vienna. <laughs> yeah. No, when, definitely when people say that, it's quite synonymous with, I went to some, if not all of, you know, Spain, France, Italy. Yeah. yeah. What else? Germany, maybe. Exactly. Sometimes the Netherlands yeah. because of the marijuana. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, you know, I've been to Europe means uh -huh. that I've been to 
a select few countries from Western Europe. Yeah, so if exactly. you know, you ask people, yeah. oh, you know, you've been to Bulgaria, you know, you've been to Lithuania. Yeah, what's yeah. Bulgaria? What, do you what mean? is Estonia. that? <laughs> is the question. Yeah. Latvia. Nope. 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 Good okay. answer. That's a fantastic. Berlin, thank you for coming. It's been yeah. a great episode. Fantastic episode.